Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. 100.7 KSLX. It's Mark and the Interpol. We will get back to the main theme of today's show, which is Cosby sucks and the Suns don't. <laughs> but other items to get to. <laughs> this <laughs> this Thursday on a very special Mark and the yep. Interpol. Cosby Bill, sucks. Bill Cosby is free. Tickets for the NBA Finals will be damn expensive. Yeah, they go on sale today, by the way. Oh, 11 yeah. o'clock. Yeah, I, uh, bad news. Uh, the... Uh, the uh, Game 7 has been canceled. Really? Yes, due to uh, the July 4th holiday. <laughs> there you go. I think, yeah. Um, by the way, thank you to everybody for all the phone calls yesterday. We had a regular tech talk session here with uh, <laughs> finding out what people are able to do, what they've figured out how to do on their phones and so <laughs> forth. Like, <laughs> yes, it was it was interesting. And, yeah. you know, like, like this guy found something out. He knows how to do something. I have an Android phone made by LG. And... And you know what I can do with it? No. I can annoy radio personalities in the morning with it. Mm-hmm. And he does. Yep. He's very yep. proficient with yep. it. Very good at that. Uh, but you know one thing we never figured out yesterday, and I don't know if we, if we raised the, sub, the subject or not, but the dots when you're texting, all right, the dancing dots. And I don't know if this happens on Androids or not, but it certainly happens on an iPhone. Let's say, Paul, you text me. You say, hey, what are you doing? I text right. back and say, uh, watching the Suns game. And then you'll start to text me back something, and I can see the the dots dancing in the empty space. Yes, that's the anticipation thing there. That's like it you is. Know, yeah, so you can realize that I haven't ignored your test text. I'm I'm responding to your text. Yes, and then if you happen to get distracted by something and you're like, oh, I can't finish this text, you you backspace it all the way out of there, and it disappears on my end. I am, of course, heartbroken. <laughs> that's the way everybody. That's the way. It, that's the way it goes, well, right? You're like, well, oh man. He, he just blew me off. Well, when you see the dots, it's it's kind of like a it's kind of like your dog when he hears the car pulling into the driveway, and then he just goes up in front of the the door and stares at the doorknob, <laughs> just waiting for you to. That's that's what the dots are. That's the text yeah. equivalent okay. of that. All right, a question then. All right. All right, let's say we are we are having this conversation, and um, you 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 stop you stop texting for twenty minutes. And then later, you, you you get done with what you're doing. You come back. You start texting me again. I happen to have my phone right near me still. In fact, I'm still staring at my phone. <laughs> I'm like the dog staring at the doorknob. Just waiting for my response. Will I see dots or will I not see dots? Is there a timeout feature? Is that what you're saying? Like, do the, do, do, yeah. the, do the dots timeout? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Guido knows. Guido, do, do you know? Do, the do you have any out? idea? You're younger. You yeah, might know. The, the dots don't appear if you haven't been talking to the person in a while. So what's, if your, what's the while? timeout? What's the timeout on a dot? I that I, I'm not sure. What okay. good are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you're if you're having a ongoing conversation, then the phone's focused on that conversation. It'll show you if you're right. actively All typing. Right. So it's, it's a, like it's a typing indicator thing. Yeah. And it's yes, like when, when you're that part of it. Thank you. When your phone or when your computer goes to sleep. It, sure. You know, it's it's yeah. after a certain amount of time. And or you can, you I guess you can set that. I, I would imagine if you're talking to multiple people and you switch conversations, you know, mid-thread, right. uh, at a certain point, it stops telling you that they're responding because now you're responding to a different thread. 
I see. I would have think. I think it. The dots. If you're typing, no matter what you're doing, I think the <laughs> the, the dots show up. Like it, it depends on what you know. The last text that you were in. Like if you have a text open, like say a messenger text open, right? But then you have another window open, and you're te- you're typing in like a web address. I think because that's the last message that you had open, and it's still list as active. You'll still see the dots. You're not typing in that message at all, but you're typing something somewhere. The do- it- yeah, I I don't know. The dots are very confusing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. I, I do know that what Guido said about multiple text conversations, be careful with that because you can always yeah. text to the wrong person. Yep. Hey, I'm texting with this jerk on the, you know, you don't, and you don't know. And with me, I will, I will ghost text you uh, at all times. Like I when, there are often times when I'll get a text and my phone is not set to have an, a, a message. It just buzzes. Right. Uh, and I'll be laying down for my afternoon nap as, as I am wont to do. And I'll hear the text and I'll, and I'll respond to the text and then I'll roll over and go back to sleep. And then the person will be texting me like, what happened? Yeah, Where'd exactly. You go? Yeah, because yeah. I'll ghost text you at any, at any moment. That Some, happens. Somebody's like, he was just there. Yeah, I know. What happened? Did yeah. he fall off a cliff? That's like calling somebody or texting somebody and you call them right back and they're not even available. Exactly. That's another whole discussion. He's so annoying. Yeah, it is. Um. Tomorrow, right around this time, you know, we're going to give you a little help with your weekend by giving you the Mark and Neanderthal weekend movie pick. But that's what we're going to do right now is give you a little help with your weekend. Yeah, if you've uh, not planned your weekend, and again, uh, this just in, Game 7 of the Western Conference Finals in the NBA has been canceled. Yeah, they had to bump that. Yeah, yeah. So, unfortunately, <laughs> you'll have to make other plans. But we've got your idea with the Mark and Neanderthal weekend preview with, with jokes. <laughs> So uh, you might ask yourself, what makes the July 4th weekend different than any other weekend in Scottsdale? Yeah, what? Because, you know, you can do a bar crawl around old Scottsdale. Well, that's kind of how it works out, especially when you go to a place that offers penny drinks. And that's going to be up 20 bucks to take part in a bar crawl around old Scottsdale. Old Town, Casa Amigos, Wasted Grain and Whiskey Road, just some of the stops along the crawl. And best of all, that $20 ticket covered mission to all the bars and earned you some drink specials, which includes Penny Drinks. Hey, Mark. Yes. What do you call an Italian astronaut? What do you call an Italian astronaut? A specimen. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wow. <laughs> all right. Also going on this weekend, of course, fireworks all over the place. You got your Diamondbacks games Saturday night and Sunday night against San Francisco. Saturday is 7-10, Sunday is 6-10, and there will be fireworks after the game. All righty then. So this woman walks into the room and she says to her boyfriend, do these jeans make me look fat? And the boyfriend's like, do you you promise not to get mad no matter what I say? She (laughs) says, yes, I promise I won't get mad. He goes, oh, good. I slept with your sister. (laughs) (laughs) Good. (laughs) Hey, Mark, I bet it's been a while. What? It's been a while since you visited the address of 1202 Weston Canto Boulevard. Hmm, probably has. Yeah, this weekend would be a good time to revisit the majesty of Enchanted Island. Are you even aware of what Enchanted Island is? I don't believe I am. Let me educate you. 1946, it opened up as Kitty Land. In 1986, it was closed down for major renovations, and it was reopened in 1991 as Enchanted Island Amusement Park. 
Did you even know it existed? <laughs> yeah. It's time. Reintroduce yourself to Enchanted Island this okay. weekend. It is open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 5.30 to 9.30 p.m. Nice. Be home just in time for whatever it is that you do at 9.30 p.m. Uh, doctors also at the uh, New England Journal of Medicine have announced that diarrhea problems are hereditary. Really? In fact, it runs in your genes. <laughs> you know what? What? Well, now... Who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet each day. Yeah, it's time once again for your neighborhood nicknames. This is when we, um, you know, we, we try to make the world a smaller place by identifying people that are somewhat unidentifiable, like the gatekeeper. The gatekeeper is a guy in my neighborhood. He's a nice guy. He and his wife have two small daughters. And they play around in their little, like, you know, ride tricycles and all that stuff sure. like that. But the gatekeeper has constructed what looks like a lawn jockey, but it's made out of wood with a sign and a flag on it that says slow because people like to whip uh, through my neighborhood very, very quickly. Uh, and so he has this little wooden lawn jockey. It's painted very nicely with a slow flag that he puts out a little bit, about a foot or so beyond his driveway to remind people to slow down. The gatekeeper right. is what he is. And he's a nice guy. Yeah, I can sense overnight some kids putting a different flag in his hand. You know, that's something no, he like doesn't that. Leave, he doesn't leave it out. Like only ah, when his kids are outside playing. Interesting. He does it when they're playing and then he brings it back in. Look at that. Because your kids suck. His kids need to be protected. All right, so <laughs> when we are out, we often ask people about their neighborhood nicknames. Bridget. Okay, so neighborhood nickname you've given? Oh, uh, there's PT Cruiser guy. Um, he has four PT Cruisers, wow. and he parks two of them out in his driveway, and they're in immaculate condition. Well, Not my favorite vehicle. Yeah, it's a it's a Dodge Neon with a different <laughs> with a different body over the top. That's a true story. Four PT Cruisers. Yeah, nobody needs four PT Cruisers. All right, stop uh, that. Somebody has you got the Watcher in your neighborhood. Oh my gosh, this guy was such a weirdo, and he would wait for us to get home, and then he would come over and ask for a beer, and he would just constantly be at our house and. Like, we'd get home from the grocery store with groceries to carry in, and he wouldn't help carry him in. He would just watch us and then come over and want a beer and want to hang out. And we were just like, dude, we just got home from the grocery store. We want to crack a beer and just hang out on the porch. Can you just leave? <laughs> and he would never leave. And he, and he had this extensive collection of anime porn. What? What? And... Oh, it was, he was the weirdest guy ever, and he was a hoarder. He was just so weird. <laughs> you know, you have, you have an exorbitant amount of information yeah. on this guy. Right. Maybe. An, an inordinate amount. Why do you know he has anime porn? Yeah. Maybe you're watching Yeah, him. I was going to say, you <laughs> You are the dossier. You're That's the one that funny. knows everything about him. All right. Sounds that like a, a strange, strange dude. Well, Absolutely. Hey, those are the neighbors in your neighborhood. Anytime you've got somebody who's a little weird and you've got made up a nickname for them, let us know about it at 480-470-KSLX. We always enjoy them. Well, now, who are the people in your neighborhood? We were talking about the Kiss documentary, which is on I, A&E. It's really good. I don't know if they're playing couch talk at all. I don't know. But, hey, it would be great if they did. 
because they got a lot of good tunes. And we didn't mention that the other morning when we were talking about the documentary. We talked about things like, you know, you find out that Paul Stanley has a physical deformity that he has been able to hide over the years. Um, You find out how the makeup evolved and, you know, how they chose their band name and stuff like that. The the behind-the-scenes kind of stuff. It wasn't written for – here's the thing. It wasn't set up for music fans. It was set up for people that want to know, hey, what's the deal with KISS? Well, we already know about the music, right? Yeah. So, um, but that that upset this gentleman. Oh? Hey, real quick, I just want to make a comment on their fixation with KISS. Being somebody that uh, grew up on rock and roll, I graduated high school in 74. Um, they're the biggest poser band I've ever seen, but that's why I think that their comments are about as accurate as you can get. All they've been talking about is how their makeup evolved and the fact that uh, one of them has some kind of a problem on stage and everything. They're not. None of them are talking about the music content. Tent, their their ability to play instruments, uh, their composition, uh, and the fact that they said that uh, they first uh, became fans of them seven years old. I would say that's pretty appropriate. That's all I wanted to say. Well, that's that's a little bitter, but okay. If you really want to get down the get down the list, Ace Frehley is one of the most influential guitar players in the history of the sport. Kiss has thirty one albums, half of which are sold multi platinum, all of which have sold at least a half million copies. So somebody likes the band. Yeah, some. I mean, that, that's and the really, quickest response you can say to the people that want to criticize. Really, no reason to get into the music part of it because we all know that the the They're documentary. Bigger than that, there's so much bigger than that. The documentary is for behind the scenes stuff, how stuff happened, why they were in this place at a certain time, and they, they have clips like this where this is this is cool. I never knew that their first few albums were recorded where Jimi Hendrix built that studio, Electric From Lady. From the beginning, Gene felt more like a yes. relative. I felt real fortunate to have met him, in spite of him driving me crazy a lot of times. We were here. I remember being in Studio A when Stevie was recording Superstition. This way. That's Gene Simmons talking about Stevie Wonder. He's looking at a poster. He's yeah. like, that. I mean, that's a cool little tidbit right there. 1973, they're recording their first album. And a guy like Stevie Wonder is down the hall doing stuff. That's that's why it's such a good documentary. There's all kinds of stuff like that in there. Yeah, I mean, look, they're, uh, the Kiss are the largest, the most successful American rock band with regard to album sales. As far as every album has gone, has sold at least a half million copies. No other band in American mu- in world music history can say that outside of the Beatles. Kiss are second to the Beatles in just about every category, except for they outsold Babudakan in Japan. More than the Beatles did by one night. Yep. And, I mean, they're pretty big. And are they posers? Yes. Yeah, but <laughs> they're posing as, you know, they're very good at what they pose as, which is sort of these larger than life, almost superhero kind of guys, like comic book character kind of guys. But it's been 40 some odd years now. If the music wasn't there, right. they wouldn't have lasted. I understand it if you don't like their music. You know, that's that. that's fine. I'm not a huge Diana Ross solo fan, but she has lasted over the years. Right. And, uh, you know, so there's something there. It's not just image. It's not just posing. You've heard me say this multiple times on this show, and if you haven't, I'll say it again. The undeniable are undeniable, and Kiss are undeniable. Yeah. Whether you like them or not, I happen to like them, and I have liked them, yes, since I was yeah. seven years old. Um, and I bet... Everybody ran into something when they were seven or eight years old that's still their favorite thing, whether it's chocolate ice cream or Mickey Mouse, whatever it is. You know, that's when you start to become impressionable. And I saw those four faces, those painted faces. They were cartoon characters. They were superheroes. And oh, by the way, they were a pretty friggin' good rock band. Yeah, and it's silly to not like a band because they're not... 
the best on their instruments. If if that was the case, we would only be able to like one band, whoever that is. Super Tramp. <laughs> Closer to normal is what we are, and Abby something, Abby normal, is what we talk about, the behavior that qualifies you as the Mark and the Interpol dumbass of the day. Yeah, you know, during the pandemic, there weren't as many stories, because people weren't out doing things. That might be a good thing, though, right? Yeah. So now the dearth is over. Yep. So I looked up Ankeny, Iowa. Can you spell that? A-N-K-E-N-Y. Ankeny, 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 Iowa. Ankeny, Ankeny. That is where today's story takes place. All righty then. Bigger than I thought. It's a town of about sixty-one thousand people. How about that? So I, I know it. At the very least, it has DoorDash or Grubhub, Uber Eats, one, one of these things. Because on Saturday, Ankeny resident, forty-two-year-old Robert Golwitzer Jr. Jr. You, I mean, they just call him Jr. <laughs> he used one of those food delivery services to score some McDonald's. Nice. Robert, how lazy are you that you can't go to McDonald's? Uh, it's, you know, it's the way it is now. That's or does Ankeny do. not have a McDonald's and they have to import everything from the next town over? Uh, I don't know. With 61,000 people, I'll bet they have a McDonald's. I just know that Robert had a hankering for McNuggets. Oh, yeah. Well, who doesn't love McNuggets? Who can blame him? I don't get it. So Robert was really psyched when the driver came to his door, gave him his order, and took off. But that soon turned to bitter disappointment when Robert opened the bag. Why? What happened? Robert's McNuggets were there, as were the rest of the food items. So, so far, everything seems normal. But. What? No dipping sauce. Oh, no. No dipping sauce. What kind of dipping sauce? I'm not sure exactly. Sweet and sour is way to go. Uh, I'm the barbecue kind of guy. All righty, then. But I would be disappointed if it, if it didn't show Robert. Robert was just, I mean, he was livid. Apoplectic, even. You're apoplectic. He was furious. He got on the phone with that particular McDonald's and complained about his order. Now, he never demanded that they send somebody all the way to his house with dipping sauce because, you know, by then, the thrill is over. It's too was, late. And cold, the, cold the, McNuggets not, don't hold up. They're not fresh. Yeah, you're right. All Robert did was threaten to blow up the McDonald's. Probably not good. And, pun- and punch an employee. Which well, doesn't in, make in a lot of order. sense. In yes. what order? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you gotta you gotta lay that out the right way. <laughs> you blow it up first. There's no employees left to punch. Yeah, of course. Of course, maybe he was saying if there are any left over. Maybe so. Yeah, because e- left leftovers with McDonald's, it's a common thing. Either way, not very good thing to do. I would think not. And that is why Robert is the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Hi, this is Matthias from the Scorpions. That was a beautiful story you just told. It's only dipping sauce, Robert. Yeah, yeah, but man, you know, McNuggets and dipping sauce, you gotta do it. You do have to have them together, yeah, sure. You, you gotta have it. I mean, don't get me wrong, McNuggets by themselves are pretty good, but man, <laughs> some of that sweet and sour, that's the truth right there. Dumbass was sponsored by Roadrunner Harley Davidson at 159th Avenue and McDowell in Goodyear, the Valley's newest Harley dealership. A fine game last night by the Phoenix Suns. Tickets go on sale today for game one of the NBA Finals, which will be a week from tonight. And I believe home court advantage belongs to the Phoenix Suns. I think so, because yeah, I think, I th- you, I think, I think you, Utah had the best record in the league. The Suns were second, I think. Yeah. And, and so that determines who gets it. Yeah. That's good, whether it's Atlanta or Milwaukee that they play. 
been since 1993 that they've been in the finals. By the way, this is a weird little coincidence. Um, I was watching uh, the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs because I'm not a basketball fan, so I watched the play the, the hockey game before basketball. Um, Montreal Canadiens playing for the Stanley Cup. Last time they played for a league championship mm-hmm. was 1993 as well. There's a little coincidence for it. It's been a while. It's a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Devin Booker was still three years from being born at that point. Wow. Chris Paul was eight. Yeah. It's been a while. Charles Barkley, who was the MVP for the Suns that year, he actually still looks exactly the same. Yes. So he he doesn't fit into this scheme here. Little doughy. But uh, remember who? Also still bald. Remember who the president was? Clinton. Clinton. Yeah. In fact, I think he was like six months into his first term. Yeah. When the Suns were in the final. He hadn't not met Monica Lewinsky yet. I think that was a second term liaison there. Yeah. Um, what else can you think? I, I, uh, Guns N' Roses hadn't put out the spaghetti incident yet, uh, which was like their last full band thing that they did before splitting up. Yep, and we wish they hadn't. Yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah, um, could have been better. Yeah, let's see. I, I have a son who owns a place in in North Phoenix. He had not been born yet. Uh, okay, I was. I was a bouncer at the Hard Rock Cafe in Boston on Clarendon Street. I was and, 32. And, 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 and producing morning radio for WZLX in Boston, which at one point was the sister station, mm-hmm. the KSLX. We're owned by the same company. All right. Do you know what the stock market's at right now? Uh, I don't know, 38? It's uh, 35000 okay. and, and change. All right. That's good. Uh, the average closing price in 1993, the last time the Suns were in the finals, 3524 So it is 10 times higher than it was the last time the Suns were in the finals. Is that good? I, I mean, I don't know what the exponential so. rate of growth is supposed to be. I think so. All right. Yeah. All right, so things are better now is what you're saying. <laughs> I'm just saying it, it's been a long, long time. Anthem was still seven years away from starting. It didn't exist the last time the Suns were in the finals. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Anthem's that, that new? Yeah. It was a master-planned community and didn't start till around um, 19, or excuse me, about 2000 or so. No kidding. Yeah. How about that? So times change. The Suns are back in the playoffs. Uh, Nobody on that 93 team, by the way, is on the team still, just in case you were wondering. (laughs) Charles thinks he could still play, though. Charles, I know I can go out there. They need me to come off the bench. I'm ready to go. Yeah. um, So Thursday, next week is when things start. Milwaukee or Atlanta, we shall see. All right, so let's see. The Suns won. That's good. Bill Cosby was released. That's bad. Yep, yep. But another good thing. What? The woman who messed up the Tour de France by holding that big sign out saying hi to her grandparents and caused the massive pileup of 60 bicyclists has been arrested. Oh, no kidding. No kidding. The original thought was that they couldn't find her. Yeah, well, she, she fled off. the country, they said, well, that, that she was so she's going to be like extradited in that whole deal? They, Is it an international crime? I, I, she turned herself in. Oh. Yeah, they thought... Oh, that she wants the attention then. They thought she had gone to Germany. And I looked at that, I was like, okay, what's France's chances of getting her back from Germany? How has France done in the past in battles with Germany? Are they, um, well, uh, is there a scorecard that well, you're aware uh, of? Barely a shot was fired, I believe. I think that's... <laughs> Any history there? Uh, yeah. you know, so you're saying she surrendered, but France didn't. Yes. Now, that's a twist <laughs> I didn't expect. I know. Yeah. I know. I saw that. I was like, she got out of the country. How'd she get a flight so quickly? It's impossible to do that kind of stuff with airlines. <laughs> no, not apparently not in France. You can leave. You can run away very quickly for France. 
history with evacuation. Yeah, they have. They're it there. very good with that. Yeah. So, so this woman, they brought they brought her in, or she, you know, she turned herself in. They, of course, confiscated her phone. I, you know, why? They, well, they always do that. You know, they they take the person's belongings and everything. I don't understand why um, they would take their phone. Well, they wanted to check her playlist. You know what's on her playlist, don't you? I certainly do. Yeah, yeah, yeah so I see what Tesla this just happened. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, clear, clearly, that's an awesome song. Oh, she's got April Wine on. Of course, there also. she does. This is ridiculous. Why, why, why are we doing this? And, this and, is just ridiculous. And of course, you know what else is on there. Yeah, unfortunately, not all of her musical choices are fun. I saw the sign. Jesus, man. Ace of bass. Yeah, this is yeah. this is weak even for us. Yeah, but you know what? She loves a, a really, really great comedian, Bill, uh, Bill yeah, Engvall. Yeah, yeah, if we hadn't have done this, you would have thought even less of us, if that's possible. Here's your sign. There, there you, you go. go. Fantastic. Hey, hey. Well played. All, All right. right. Bring it on home with that one. <laughs> so, listen, coming up, more shtick. Yeah. You probably heard this yesterday. Bill Cosby walked free today after the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania overturned his assault conviction, leaving his accusers stunned. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty amazing. He got away with it. Yeah. You know, somebody emailed earlier and said he didn't get away with it. He's still, you know, he's still an outcast. Everybody knows he did it. That's true. Uh, but I'd rather see him spending his time in in less posh surroundings yeah. in his home you know he's going to be in air-conditioned comfort watching a large screen tv and yeah. you know i i'd he's, I'd he's not he be, paying for it he's not right paying for i'd it. rather he'd be somewhere where you should pay for those crimes so what happened well more than a decade ago a prosecutor decided not to charge the actor cosby then agreed to testify in a civil case and during that admitted to giving quaaludes to a woman he was pursuing Unfortunately, in that situation, because the district attorney, who, by the way, legally doesn't have the authority to grant immunity without a court order from a judge, chose not to charge Cosby. And the Supreme Court in the state of Pennsylvania agreed that that should have been a binding agreement, even though it's only a verbal agreement and the prosecutor is not bound by the verbal agreement. Essentially, he's going to get away with it. Unless this thing gets yeah. appealed to the United States Supreme Court, and it's highly unlikely that's going right. to happen. Right, exactly. Because it's I, what, what a waste of time. Yeah. I mean, he got away with it, is what happened. This whole situation, to me, it's more like I'm sure there are people who are big fans who are really disappointed. I'm more disgusted because I was never really a huge Cosby fan. I just never got, I never understood his appeal, and I never understood why that show in the 80s was so huge. His, his initial appeal was before my time as being aware of comedy. You know, I was a kid because I was born in 68, so he was big in the mid-60s, and I, I don't I have no frame that's of reference. That's when he was that. originally big. Yeah, and no, no frame of reference. And then yeah. he went away until 1988 when himself came back. By that point, I was 20 and had moved past watching Bill Cosby-style comedy. Yeah. I was watching, like, you know, uh, stuff like, you know, Andrew Dice Clay and Sam yeah. Tennyson and stuff. Well, My think- sensibilities were different at that point, and the Cosby show has no relevance to me. Yeah, I think the, the show itself, that, that really big, popular Cosby show, I think that started around 85 or something like yeah, that. And again, yeah. you're talking about I'm 17, 18 years old. That's not my world. You know what? I my lasting memory, like the favorite thing, aside from Fat Albert, my favorite thing. That right, Cos- that's my Cosby reference. That right Cosby there. ever yeah. did. Not many people remember this, but he had a show called The Bill Cosby Show in 1969, and my favorite thing was the theme song. It's funny because that's sort of. That was used in one of the seasons of the Cosby Show. If you look, this is. There was. I thought it was. Whoa! Hey. Yeah, that's him right there. Yeah. 
that that was used in one of the one of the seasons of uh, of the nineteen eighty show. I remember that that musical written passage, by, yeah. written by Quincy Jones. Yeah, and that uh, makes sense because Quincy Jones, I think, was involved in the eighty show as well. Get this: in that show, the Bill Cosby show, the original one in sixty nine, right? He was a bachelor high school gym teacher. Jesus, how scary is that now? Well, that today, we know what yeah. we know. Yeah. Right? Scary stuff. Yeah. All right. I guess it's time to do this. You, you, you say that with such insincerity. Like, you know exactly what's going to happen. It's your chance to beat up on a listener. That's <laughs> all it is. No, it's, a, it's a chance to play a fun game. It's the Mark's College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. Good morning. It's Mark and Neander Paul. Who's this? This is true. Excellent. I'm going to ask you the same five questions I ask Mark, and whoever does better either graduates or flunks out of the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. First thing we got to do is kick Mark out of the studio. Get the heck out of Mark. Get out. Wow. <laughs> you said that very... Out, out, out with you. <laughs> very, very hateful. All right. And so here come your five questions. Question number one. What appears on the front cover of the ACDC album for those about to rock? We salute you. Um, oh, crap. <laughs> Drawing a blank. Question number two. Who originally sang Roadhouse Blues? Roadhouse Blues? Yes. Oh, gosh. Rolling Stone? <laughs> Question number three. Who is Valerie Bertinelli's ex-husband? Uh, Eddie Van Halen. Question number four. What will Tom Petty do after he stands his ground? He won't back down. And question number five. Who still hasn't found what they're looking for? Um, you too. Is it you too? Oh, crap. <laughs> All right. We'll have Mark come in. Okay. And Mark. All right. Here I come. She got three right. Kick my butt. <laughs> she got three right. All righty. Question number one. What a front cover of ACDC's For Those About to Rock, We Salute You. Uh, that's the big cannon. Question number two. Who originally sang Roadhouse Blues? The Doors. Question number three. Who is Valerie Bertinelli's ex-husband? <laughs> Eddie Van Halen. Question number four, what will Tom Petty do after he stands his ground? He won't back down. Question number five, who still hasn't found what they're looking for? <laughs> that would be you too. All right, well, as we look at this, Mark seems to have swept it at five to three and has become a victor. The answers are Cannon. A Cannon appears on the cover of ACDC's For Those About to Rock, We Salute You. The Doors sang Roadhouse Blues. Valerie Bertinelli's ex-husband is Eddie Van Halen. And Tom Petty won't back down after he stands his ground. You two still haven't found what they're looking for. Right. And there goes the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. <laughs> okay, this is Sue, and I flunked out of the Rock and Roll College of Knowledge. <laughs> Close. But thanks for letting me play. I've been trying for a long time. so. <laughs> well, we appreciate you listening, yep. and, uh, and we'll do it all over again tomorrow, same time. Mark continues his undefeated streak. It's uh, 
It's like he's like Goldberg from the old WCW. What, what did he go like a hundred and one and nothing or something like that? Oh yeah, yeah. many more. I wonder if ACDC ever does tour again. If the cannon will remain as part of the stage equipment, I know it was for a long time. I don't know if it was on the last tour. Yeah, well, given Brian Johnson's hearing issues, you got to wonder if that's still going to be a thing. Maybe you can yeah. always have it out there without setting it off. Though, yeah, right. You never know. They can just do it through the PA system or yeah. whatever. In any event, it is Mark and Andrew Paul, and we'll play the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge again tomorrow. Brush up so you can knock Mark off his pedestal. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey, dude, good to go to. 